Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Bob here. Just wanted you to know I am working on some new episodes of the podcast. In the meantime, enjoy this episode from the archives. So would you like to know the two factors that will probably have the biggest influence on your long-term success as a musician, an artist, a writer, as a creative entrepreneur in general? I'm going to share those two factors with you based on some hard-won experience from my own life and the lives of the many people that I've interviewed over the years. So grab some coffee, grab some tea, grab a beverage of your choice, pull up a chair, and let's talk about this. I'm Bob Baker, and this is the Music Marketing Podcast. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I so appreciate you tuning in. And wherever you're consuming this, I want to encourage you, if you don't already, to subscribe to the podcast. So whether you're watching or listening, I should say, you could be staring at your phone, perhaps. Uh, but if you're uh, listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or Google Play, maybe on Spotify now or Radio Public. Oh, I just spilled something in my office. Okay, I'm back. That was interesting. Uh, that was actually a bowl of luckily mostly eaten popcorn. <laughs> and by uh, enthusiasm of gesturing while I was speaking to you, my hand just knocked right into the bowl and all over the floor. But there wasn't much, just some kernels and so on. So in case you were wondering what that was. All in the life of a work-from-home entrepreneur. But anyway, I believe where I was was just saying that wherever you're consuming this, please subscribe to it so that you continue to get uh, access or notifications for all the new episodes that are coming up. So let's talk about these two factors that this episode is all about. What could it possibly be, the two factors that can determine your long-term success in a creative career? Maybe it's money. Maybe it's connections. Maybe it's talent. Well, the talent is definitely a big factor, but um, no, it's not money. It's not connections. Here they are. 
Here's the secret sauce, baby. The keys to your long-term success in a creative career are consistency and repetition over time. Let me say that again. It's consistency and repetition over time. I know it may not sound sexy, but I know to my core that that is really the key to long-term success. Now, at first, when you think of those words, consistency and repetition, you might think to yourself, well, aren't they pretty much the same thing? They're very similar, but I like to describe them in a couple of different ways. So let's go into the details here. So there are many ways to be consistent. So one is to be consistent with your topic or maybe your identity. Uh, If you're a musician, it certainly can be your style. I mean, some people, artists will stick with a style throughout their entire career. Many others will evolve and change. And I know a lot of creative people get bored pretty quickly. And so it's okay to evolve, but there has to be some elements of what you do or core elements of what you do that are consistent. So it could be uh, the topic you write about. It could be the style of music or the style of art or whatever it is that you do. Something about it has to be consistent over time. Now, I'm not saying you have to pick one particular niche and just be there for eternity. I understand you got to do a variety of things, but I'm talking about being consistent in ways that aren't going to confuse people. So if you come out one week or one month and you're talking about how to uh, grow azaleas, <laughs> and then the next week you're doing magic tricks, and the week after that it's you know dog grooming or something, I mean, that's just kind of crazy. Unless you're approaching all of those topics with a consistent theme. For instance, you can also be consistent with your tone or with your attitude. Because even though you might do a variety of things, the one thing that is consistent is you're bringing yourself to that topic, to that style, to that genre. So is your attitude, is your tone, uh, is your the way you approach life and your art, is that consistent over time? And you clearly communicate that. We can use the word brand, certainly. Is your brand identity clear and consistent over time? It could also be your look. And yes, that can evolve, but do people get a sense of who you are when they see photos of you? If you edgy, are you consistently edgy or glamorous or whatever in different ways? So some aspect of what you do or our aspects should be consistent. And I think even if you do evolve as an artist, that you can still evolve slowly enough that as you try new things or go down new avenues, try new styles, you're still bringing some elements of what people know you for along with you as you grow and evolve as an artist. So there's another aspect of consistency that will tie into part two, and that is frequency. So how often and consistently are people hearing from you, which directly ties into repetition over time. So when it comes to your public appearances or when it comes to the uh, emails that you send out to your fans or when it comes to uh, what you post online on social media, how consistent are you with your frequency of posting? So people hear from you by email or at live events or on Facebook or Twitter or wherever or YouTube and you're posting stuff three times a week for a month or two, that's great. They get used to seeing your content. And then what if you disappear for 
three or four months. That would be inconsistency. And it's okay if you fall off the wagon and you disappear for a while. Don't beat yourself up. Just come back in and start interacting with people again at whatever frequency makes sense for you. But I'm telling you that over time, being regular or being some having some sort of a uh, frequency where people are seeing you on a regular basis is going to pay off in the long run. In fact, this is exactly how I built my whole reputation in my business starting in the mid-90s when I got online and started sharing my tips for musicians. Back then, my main topic was music marketing specifically and building a career as an independent artist. And over the years, I have consistently, almost maniacally, posted blogs and podcasts and whatever you know new uh, tool came down the pike that I saw that people were using. I would use those vehicles to share my message, little chunks of, of uh, the tips and inspiration. I'd post articles and blog posts to my own website. I would submit them to other websites. But I started podcasting in 2005. I got on YouTube in 2006. But for whatever reason, I'm not sure exactly what compels me to do this stuff, but I developed the habit of regularly sharing and getting my message out there. Now, here's one thing related to frequency that I would recommend that you do that I will be the first to admit I haven't been the greatest at, but pick one sort of vehicle. Maybe it's YouTube or maybe it's a podcast or something and choose a frequency that works for you. And if you can be consistent with a certain frequency, like every Tuesday you post a new video or you post a new episode of a podcast or you write a new article or you go live on one of the platforms, but pick a frequency. If you can really double down on it and commit to that. And no matter what comes up, you're going to post something new on that day or that number of days again and again over time. That will go a long way to helping you stay in front of your audience over the long haul. Because while I have cranked out a ton of content in multiple formats, um, if you examine any one of them, like maybe if you just look at email or you just look at my podcast frequency, I admit I've been inconsistent with any particular format, but overall, I'm posting something multiple times a week to multiple platforms. And so I guess I make up for the frequency with a specific tool by just overall being prolific in my output of sharing tips and inspiration with my audience. And that's the reason that you're doing this stuff. This is the reason that consistency and repetition over time is so crucial because you have to occupy a space in someone's brain. This isn't just bombarding people with marketing messages. Before anything can happen, before you can impact people in a positive way with your gifts and your talents, before they can support you, before they can purchase anything from you, before they can attend any of your events, you have to occupy a space in their consciousness. And these days, more than ever, People are on information overload. And so your job isn't to bombard them with more stuff, but it's to stay top of mind because you know you have valuable stuff for them. You know what you create can help a certain type of person. Not everyone, but a certain slice of the population will benefit and maybe already does benefit greatly from what you offer the world. 
And if you continue to reach out to those types of people consistently and repetitively over time, they're going to be reminded that you are there to serve them, that you're there to entertain them, that you're there to make them feel good in an often dreary world. So don't think of all these activities of posting things online and being consistent uh, as some kind of a chore. Oh, God, I got to go out and do this. No, it's your way of living your mission and impacting as many people as possible. If you just sit back and complain about the time it takes to write something or to post something or to shoot a little video and post it, then time marches on without your ideal fans hearing from you and benefiting from what you have to offer. You just continue to play small and you're boxed in by this self-imposed barrier of, oh God, this stuff is such a burden. So if you reframe it and make it part of your mission to spread the joy or spread whatever it is that you create, what that, what, how it makes people feel, then you're going to want to consistently be in front of them and sharing this cool stuff that you're making, not just for self-satisfaction, but because it serves your audience. Got it? So it's consistency and repetition over time, not just this week or this month, but next month and six months from now, next year and the year after that. How serious are you or how committed are you to your art, to your music, to whatever it is that you create? Because if you're truly meant to do it, you will be inspired. You will be enthusiastic to get the word out and to connect with people. It's not just getting the word out. It's actually connecting with more and more people in a meaningful way. So this is authentic communication, the way I'd look at it. But it really, it comes down to developing uh, consistent habits. If you're not staying in front of your audience now on a consistent basis, that means your behavior needs to change. You just have to develop the habit of doing this on a regular basis. And that's why that's been the focus of a lot of these 30-day challenges that I've been doing over the last several years. If you've been following me for any length of time, you uh, certainly probably seen me promote them. Maybe you participated in one or two of them. So anyway, there's your two factors for long-term success in the arts, consistency and repetition over time. Are you ready to commit to consistent sharing, to connecting with your ideal fans? I hope so. I hope you enjoyed that. Before I let you go, though, do you have something that you've been wanting to create or launch or get out into the world that you just haven't been making progress on that might be a book or music or art or some sideline business idea? If so, I want to help you make progress with that thing with a program that I'm calling Turbocharge Your Life 2021. It's a 30-day program that will pretty much take place the entire month of January. I'll have a link in the show notes to a page where you can learn more about it, but it has some great perks like a private Facebook group, and we have four live Zoom calls where you get to interact with me and dozens of other people who are also taking the program, people from around the world. And that's the coolest thing about this because, you know, writing a book or creating some sort of a project on your own can be done with self-discipline and hopefully you have encouraging people in your life. But this program is designed to have sort of a built-in community of people who are cheering each other on. I've done many similar programs like this before and it's always just awe-inspiring to see the progress that people make, the new friendships that are made. 
So please take a look at that link. It's called Turbocharge Your Life 2021. And I would love for you to join us and participate. And again, thanks as always for listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate you. I wish you the best. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now. Right.